0: Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem-solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's time to play like a Jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a Jet. What does that mean? Here they come on third and five. Wilson, boy, somehow escapes. He's going to run for
1: it. Plenty of green grass. Wilson stays in bounds. He's still going. And he's in. Touchdown, Zach Wilson pulling a magic trick.
0: Now the middle, he's got it. More. The 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown. Two is Barry, That was Sauce Gardner coming in hot. Garrett Wilson, here he goes. Goodbye and hello end zone. And Dyke swarmed, swallowed, and sacked. Guess who? You only got one guess. Jermaine Johnson. Here's Brace Hall looking for history. Thank
2: you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio This is play like a jet My name is Scott Mason You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1 And it is time to break down day number 17 Of New York Jets training camp Joint practice day number one with the Atlanta Falcons Who the Jets take on in a preseason matchup on Monday With the owner, the operator, the lead reporter The whole shebang over at jetsinsider.com And above all that, a very big deal Mr. Chris Nimbley Chris we're gonna get into all the details here but one thing that I will say is that last year you came on the show after the Jets had the joint practices with the Eagles and you said "Ooh, this is not going to be a good year for the Jets they were thoroughly outclassed by the Eagles is that the impression you had coming away from this practice
1: you can flip it this time uh, Um, this this time it's the opposite reaction now uh, I talked about this a little bit on yesterday's pod. The, this Falcons team is, you know, not not exactly just overflowing with talent. Um, it's it's not the the best team I've ever been around. But this uh, this was uh, from what I saw today. You can only really look at one field at, at a time. But the the offense. This honestly. This might have been the best, uh, most all-around positive Jets practice I've ever seen and covered. I think that's that's a little uh, bit of cheating, though, because talk about this a lot in training camp. It's hard whenever someone just gives you like, a generic, oh, how are they looking out there? You never really know how to answer because if like the offense had a great day. That means the defense didn't have such a great day, and if the defense had a great day, that means – so it's like always kind of weird to judge an entire practice of, of – one team when you can look at it through the lens of, okay, now the defense was good and the offense was good. And they seem to have both won the game day against this other team. It's a little easier to come away with those, uh, glowing all around positives, but you know, it, it, it looked about equal to what it was last year versus with the Eagles. Like the jets today seem to win the day about exactly as the same fashion as the Eagles did to the Jets last year, and I think that's probably you know pretty close to it because uh, you know I, I you're not this isn't saying the Jets are going to be a playoff team that I'm not going anywhere near that, uh, but I I do think that yeah, I, I feel more confident today that they're going to be a better team than the Falcons. That's for sure.
2: Chris, let's start with the defense. Marcus Mariota is the starting quarterback right now for the Atlanta Falcons, and he was able to do virtually nothing Against this Jets defense Sauce Gardner had an interception That was against Desmond Ritter But still he was making plays DJ Reed had some really good coverage On both Geronimo Allison And Kyle Pitts during 7-on-7s Carl Lawson and Jermaine Johnson Both got in for sacks So there were a lot of positives To take away here from this Jets defense Getting pressure and having good coverage Two things they were very much Unable to do last season
1: Yeah, uh, they... You know, the first uh, drive of team drills, they had them go four out, uh, three out, four out. Uh, it wasn't – the offense couldn't – the Falcons offense couldn't generate anything. They And they would get somebody open and met, missed pass, uh, under throws. Uh, most of the time, the guys weren't really getting open, though. Uh, the the running uh, game seemed to be bottled up a little bit, too. They, they were able to get a couple of those off. But yeah, right now, just from watching today's practice, you would think that you know this was like a Alabama playing like Bethune Cookman or whatever. It, like, and it's it, I know it's going to even out. Uh, it'll start even out tomorrow, even out in the preseason, and if they played in the regular season, it would it would come closer to evening out. But today it was definitely uh, advantage Jets all the way around. Everywhere you looked, really.
0: Play like a jet.
2: Play like a jet. A lot of fights today, too. Seem that a lot of guys' anger and frustration from all the days of training camp that they had been taking out on the other players on their team. Now they had the opportunity to take it out on players from another team, and they took advantage of that. A lot of separations here today.
1: Yeah, you said it. That's that's they Players always talk about, you know, they can't wait to the preseason just so they can start hitting another team. And obviously, preseason started, but... They get these extra practices and they get to be a little more aggressive and, uh, you know, take it out, the angst out a little bit more. The players love it. They love to be able to do that. Uh, you always want to protect your teammates, you know. And even there was uh, – I didn't even see what happened during this. There was uh, special teams, and then I just looked over and all of a sudden. Uh, the cornerback, Wild Goose for the Jets, is, is standing over a uh, Falcons player, and he's on the crown and he's just celebrating and taunting them in his face. And then that people just come around uh, Wild Goose and they're celebrating him and he's dancing and he's going down the sidelines, like, ha ha, yeah, you yeah, know, all this. And we're sitting there looking, it was just special teams drill. It couldn't have been anything that crazy, but we missed it. But they, they put on a show. Fans, uh, players love to. They'll, they'll turn it up a little extra for fans. They'll turn it up a lot extra when there's an opposing uh, teammate there to to play off of.
2: Offensively, Garrett Wilson has had an interesting training camp, Chris. We've heard about drops he's had, but also some really nice plays that have reminded you exactly how high his ceiling can be. Today, another mixed bag. He had a big drop, but also had a couple of really nice catches.
1: I'm going to uh, go ahead and forgive that drop and say today was not a mixed bag. Today was uh, at least his, his best day that I've seen. I've I missed a couple practices this training camp, but this is his best practice as a Jet that I've seen today. Uh, he got the ball and he made plays. Uh, early in seven on sevens, he took a short little curl route and then bounced it outside for a touchdown a little bit later. He went on uh, you know, a little double move, back of the end zone, touchdown. Earl, uh, all over the field today, I looked up and I saw number 17 making a catch and then just bursting uh, through some open space. Uh, he had the drop that has shown up a little bit here and there throughout camps. I'm not far from worried about it right now, but today he – he wasn't alone. The other Jets player, uh receivers, were really cooking most of the Falcons uh, secondary, but Garrett Wilson was really getting open, doing whatever he wanted, wherever he wanted today.
2: Chris, we've talked a lot about how it's very difficult to tell how good a running back is performing in training camp, but it's a little bit easier when they're going up against another team. It's been a long time since the Jets have had a true game-breaking, top-of-the-league-level running back Chris Ivory was pretty good, but I wouldn't say that he was in that category. The last time you could make that argument is probably Thomas Jones, whose final season with the Jets was 2009. And so when the Jets drafted Brees Hall, understandably, Jets fans were excited because it meant that finally the Jets have a chance to have one of the better running games in the league again. And Brees Hall showed you exactly why today. On one play in particular, he was able to find a hole with his spectacular vision, really turn on the afterburners, and go all the way to the end zone for 75-yard touchdown. This is the type of big play capability he has. He's a very well-rounded player, but if you go and watch his tape, you will see a lot of highlight reel runs like this. And he did it against another team, which is a great sign for Jets fans who are hoping that this kid could be the answer to what the Jets have been lacking at running back for such a long time.
1: Yeah, I talk about it all the time. It's impossible to gauge running backs in training camp. Uh, it's definitely easier when they're going up against another team. And the pads are on. They're, they're not doing full tackles, but they go to, like, lower the shoulder, get the full hit, and then wrap up, and then they, they'll immediately let go. That's... That's how it goes here. But uh, but that's also not always the case, especially when you're going uh, against the other a team. There can be a little more into it. Uh, but what I'll tell you here is there was a, a play. They, they're on the 30-yard line, just you know, a little outside zone, simple. And he made two moves, two cuts, and just burst through the hole. You saw the power and speed, and – Honestly, I don't know if a Falcon's hand got within three feet of him. Uh, it, it wouldn't have mattered if they were playing uh, two-hand touch, uh, and obviously you're going to give the offensive line credit for that. But also, I, I, this is one of those things where I had the perfect – I was standing just by luck in the perfect spot. I had the exact opening or viewpoint to be able to see the whole thing clearly. And I saw the exact same thing that Brees Hall saw and both his cuts to hit those lanes with zero hesitation and just burst right through that. It was a combination there. Um, And yeah, it's again, everything I've seen from him and camp that's impressive is just confirmation for me, but it's still good to get confirmation on it.
2: Chris there was one drive in particular that really turned some heads The Jets went 60 yards for a touchdown But the key component of that drive was that 55 of those 60 yards went to Elijah Moore First on a wide open 42 yard pass And then a 13 yarder where he beat A.J. Terrell We know the explosive capability that Elijah Moore has We watched it last season when he was healthy Again, to see him do it against another team and one of the better cornerbacks in the NFL, just as you said with Brees Hall and confirmation of what you already knew, gives you further confirmation of what we already knew about Elijah Moore. But boy, was he dazzling on that field today.
1: Joe Flacco put up some pretty uh, decent numbers today, uh, but it was the receivers doing all the work here. And Elijah Moore, uh, I talked about Garrett Wilson before, Elijah Moore, on this play, this drive, it was him. The Elijah Moore cooked the defender and was wide open. And then Flacco, it, to Flacco's credit, it, it was or to not uh, hammer him too much for it. It was one of those situations where he's like, "All right, this is a gimme layup. Just don't blow it." So he kind of he did a s- super soft throw that came up short, and Elijah Moore had to come back for and get. But it was he played it super safe to throw, and it was still fine. And Elijah Moore was able to. Scoop the the pass, keep it from hitting the ground, and then and still go and turn on and fly it towards the end zone. Yeah, uh, his speed. It ha- he hasn't been uh, nearly as electric and just taken over like uh, last year. I don't think that's anything to do with him as much because we're seeing it. it you you still see it out there, and sometimes I'm seeing him cook somebody, and you know the pass isn't coming his way. Uh, I, it's you know. This receiver group is good. It's talented. It's 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 really going to be frustrating though, because I you want to try to like predict big things for them, but man, they're so reliant. They're going to be so reliant on the quarterback situation uh, that you know I I can't sit there and just be like, yep, yeah, they're going to go off this year because I, I I need the quarterbacks to cooperate. But he, he's I have no doubt about that kid's talent.
2: Chris, before we started recording, you said Joe Flacco was eh, he was okay, he was nothing special today, but he was efficient. He got things done. Like you said, even though Elijah Moore did the bulk of the work, Flacco was still able to get him the ball with any kind of problem. You would prefer a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady who's making all these crazy plays for you. But even if you just have a quarterback like Joe Flacco, who's a smart, steady veteran, who's able to get the ball where it needs to be, even if he's not overly impressive in doing it, it's not the worst thing in the world to have for the first couple of games if he ends up being the starter.
1: No, it's not. Um, it's, it's funny, though, because, uh, you know, Flacco was obviously a starter in this league for a long time. Obviously, he won a Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP, and he played great in those playoffs, but outside of that playoff stretch, you know, there, there was a joke. It was Joe Flacco elite, and it was always, like, mostly tongue-in-cheek, anybody who said it. Um, so I spent so long kind of, like, dismissing Joe Flacco as, like, a really quality starter that it my per- perception's a little skewed, and I still kind of look at them through those lens, that lens. But when you're talking about a backup, come in and fill in for a couple of weeks, yeah, I mean you could certainly do a whole lot worse than Joe Flacco. We we're well aware of that. I mean, hell the Jets have had starters uh for multiple seasons who so were a whole lot worse than Joe Flacco. So yeah, we all get that, but it's definitely uh you want the main thing that, you know, you either back up, you're either looking for a young kid with crazy high ceiling or just somebody who knows what they're doing. (laughs) like that's. How many times have we talked about it, about you need a quarterback that's at least good enough so you can evaluate the rest of the roster? Well, Vlacco's definitely that. Uh, He probably gets you a little bit more than that, but he's definitely at least that.
2: Chris, anything else worth noting that we didn't talk about yet from this first joint practice between the Jets and the Falcons?
1: No, there wasn't too much. It was good to see, uh, you know, the the intensity pick up a little bit. It's good to see, uh, you know, the the p- pads and the hitting matter uh, being stronger and it meaning something. Uh, you just, the thing really here is obviously you wish that it was Zach Wilson out there getting these reps. Uh, I'll I'll add this Mike white. I thought looked really good today and I'll leave it to you to say number 15's name again, too. Not as good as Mike white, but uh, he he looked competent too, and then this is number eighty two, um, Irvin Charles for the Jets. Here he is a rookie receiver out of Indiana, PA. So not you know not like Indiana University. No, not a Hoosier. Indiana, PA, and this kid was everywhere today. Everywhere today. Uh, he's six four two nineteen. They they literally had him playing with first team, second team, third team today. They had him lining up on in line at tight end. They had him out outside wide. They had him line up in the slot and he might've caught a billion and a half catches today. Um, they prop, that's probably a little bit uh, rough estimate I'm going over here, but I swear every time I looked up, this guy was making plays. Um, this is one of those things too. I said he was make get he got some first team reps. There's nothing to look into that. It was just it's just mix and match guys that probably just they needed someone to grab them, throw them in, um, and I this he's got no chance of making the active roster to start with this. But man, uh, I guarantee you that there's somebody in the uh, Falcons coaching staff that it has going up uh, to. Uh, to Arthur Smith and to GM over there and being like, hey, I, you know who this uh, Charles guy is? He's number 82. Because if he gets let go, we need to try to get get him on there because he was everywhere. Um, yeah, we've seen this before, but uh, it, it doesn't mean anything going forward. But it was a hell of a day, an impressive day for him.
2: Number 15 is Great Cup champion Chris Strevler. I know if you're listening to this, you know about the legend of Chris Streveler, The very big deal, we'll eventually learn his name. But in the meantime, we'll talk about some other players who unfortunately either didn't practice or left practice. Bryce Huff has an oblique injury, so he wasn't in there. Robert Sala said he'll only be out for a couple of days. Vinnie Curry left with a hamstring injury. As of now, we don't know more about it. And Dwayne Brown still getting ready He was doing the conditioning drills And positional stuff But he wasn't in there for the 7-on-7s Or the 11-on-11s So that's where we're at with the injuries And the ramping up period with Dwayne Brown
1: Uh, You know, right now, obviously We've got the the bulk out there uh, You're you're dealing with a couple of those Those big injuries You know, Becton and Zach Wilson But right now, otherwise Everything else seems to be looking pretty sweet Right now, nothing to... too much uh, too concerning there
2: after practice Joe Flacco spoke he told a funny story about Ray Lewis and Ed Reed said he remembers being intimidated when he was a rookie and first met both of those players he said he remembers tapping Ray Lewis on his bare shoulder quote it was the hardest surface I'd ever touched said he has fond memories of Ray Lewis running out of the tunnel Flacco also said that Elijah Moore's explosiveness Reminds him of Steve Smith Said that Moore, much like Smith Always finds a way to be in the right spot Robert Salas spoke He updated everybody on the injury stuff That we talked about before Including Bryce Huff And he also said that Kyle Pitts Is basically a Madden cheat code Fact check, true Elijah Moore also spoke after practice And he said it's exciting playing with Joe Flacco And that a lot of guys on the sideline We'll watch Joe Flacco out there playing quarterback and say, whoa, that's Joe Flacco. He was a Super Bowl MVP. So it's nice that the players have confidence in Joe Flacco. He may not be what he used to be, but he does still carry that cachet of being a Super Bowl winning quarterback and a former Super Bowl MVP. Of course, Joe Flacco, we've now found out, is a comedian telling funny stories every time he's up on the podium. That was a pretty funny one about Ray Lewis and Ed Reed. And Robert Sella is 100% correct. Kyle Pitts is a Madden cheat code.
1: Yeah, he's 100% correct about that. Uh, um, And yeah, uh, I have never touched uh, Ray Lewis's shoulders, but I'm also going to go ahead and say Joe Flacco is 100% correct with that. Um, I have no reason to doubt that. Um, Yeah, that's... uh, I, I, I... just listening to him say that it was hilarious. Thinking about it, I, I'm honestly I'm going to spend the rest of the day laughing and giggling about it. That just the thought of a rookie Joe Flacco like walking in, and it's not just Joe Flacco, but like a rookie quarter quarterback like taken that early to be the starting quarterback. You know, not a, this is going to be a franchise guy taken that early out of University of Delaware, and he walks into a <laughs> locker room with ray lewis as the leader and like imagine what it actually makes me like uh kind of like look at the way that uh flacco has you know his personality with the media and with teammates and everything and maybe me, makes me want to cut him a little slack for some of this stuff you walk into that uh situation with ray lewis there the quarterback out of delaware yeah, that's, I can just imagine the, the thoughts and the feelings going through his poor, terrified head.
2: Chris Nimbley, the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at JetsInsider.com. And above all that, a very big deal. Thanks so much for coming on and breaking down day number 17 of New York Jets training camp, which is also day number one. Of Jets-Falcons joint practices with me. Really appreciate it. For those that want to check out Chris's very big deal work, it's over at JetsInsider.com. You can also follow him on Twitter at JetsInsider and at CNimbly. Plus, you can check out PlayLikeAJet.com and the PlayLikeAJet YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash PlayLikeAJet. The Thunder from down under, Luke Grant, has got some fantastic all 22 breakdowns up there right now, including Every single member of the Jets 2022 draft class There's a breakdown of all of them YouTube.com slash play like a Jet Visit our store Tpublic.com, that's public.com We've got the John Franklin Myers Quinn and Williams Bless You Thank You shirt The Zach Says Go Long shirt, the Zach the Ripper shirt The Play Like a Jet logo shirt Caps, mugs, hoodies, it's all there Tpublic.com, that's tepublic.com. And be sure to give us a 5 star review For the podcast on iTunes If you haven't done that already Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money But it goes a long way to help us out So if you can go ahead and do that for us We'd be quite grateful, and for the latest greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content. You know where to go. That's play like a jet digital and play like Anatomy
3: of an ad subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect.
0: Define an opportunity.
3: Imagine talking to millions of people across the U S like I am now.
0: Identify a problem.
3: Creating an audio ad is time consuming.
0: Offer a solution.
3: Utilize cutting edge. AI.